0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
2: Hello, and welcome to Bretton Cliff's Flea Circus. My name's Cliff.
1: Hello, and I'm Brett.
2: And how are you doing today, Brett?
1: I'm doing all right. Yes, I can't complain.
2: How, how are you? Will you complain? Yes, <laughs> I'm all right. I've uh, I had some stuff prepared on my phone, but my phone's mm-hmm. dead, so oh. uh, that it was like you know, like witty anecdotes and stuff like that. Yeah, you. it was a comedy routine. <laughs> yeah, it was prompts. Uh, <laughs> was it? I should have stuck with the old-fashioned method of cue cards, but. Uh huh. Also, I've forgotten how to write.
1: <laughs> are you not been at uh, school for a while? or something? No, it's
2: six weeks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it? There, I'm, I'm hoping it is.
1: <laughs> there, you, there you go. You see, you have remembered the jokes, haven't you?
2: Mm-hmm, I have remembered the jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a, mm-hmm, I was a little bit late <laughs> coming on, so you're going to have to witness us pouring me drinking that. Can you That's hear? It's right. I'm,
1: bloop bloop bloop? I, I'm very much doing the same. Right, I'm uh, the main reason
2: coming on here, can you tell? I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I,
1: Yeah, I can see that. One of the reasons that I'm topping it up is is that I have a a quadruple gin
2: okay. in a pint glass. <laughs> Any ice?
1: And, uh, yeah, there's ice in there. There's ice in okay. there. Ice. I've I've brought up the bitter lemon from Sainsbury's, Ooh. and I just keep gently topping it up.
2: Hey, you know what? I've got I've got that in my fridge right now. The Sainsbury's one there's as well. The same nice, isn't it? uh, I don't like it lemon. at all. It's a, it's a weird, taste, isn't it? Well, no. How how can you have that and gin? That's like bitter times too. It
1: is, it's twice the bitterness. Twice
2: the bitterness. That should be a slogan, yeah. shouldn't it? If if there was <laughs> if you did adverts for just random drinks,
1: uh-huh.
2: Try your gin and bit a lemon. Twice the bitterness. Or twice
1: the bitterness. <laughs> yeah. What else could
2: you do like <laughs> that? What else has been going on? Haven't a lot. I've had quite a good week actually. I haven't been massively stressed at work. We've had a couple of decent sleeps with the burn mm-hmm. that. Um, and that. Did somebody
1: bring a cake in at work or something? Is that why you're so happy? I got
2: sent a cake, a couple of little cakes.
1: Did you? Who who sends
2: you cakes, like? Oh no, idea who it's from.
1: Chocolate ears.
2: Yeah. <laughs> chocolate
1: Yeah, the uh-huh. three chocolate ears. A uh, house
2: okay. from, uh, what's his name? Dog.
1: Dog. <laughs> he, what's his name?
2: Dog. Dog. No. Cake Tanyan. <laughs> Cake Tanyan and <in> the Cake
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, I went to watch Elvis. That was good. Oh, was it good? yeah Have you not seen it yet? No, man. The Fulham, yeah, the Fulham. No, I didn't go to see Elvis. <laughs> say, he... <laughs> Very good, was he? <laughs> he was all right. <laughs> bit skinny. Took a couple dead. of pot shots at us. But there you go.
2: Um, oh, that was good, man. Oh, good. Well, Learned like, what about Hanks?
1: I like I'm not too sure of his Dutch voice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was he like Pennsylvania Dutch? <laughs>
1: yeah, I guess he was trying to, to sort of pull that off because, like, I was thinking, this man is blatantly Dutch. He's got a Dutch accent and that. So how is he trying to pull off that he's an American?
2: <laughs> I've never but, seen anything with him doing a Dutch voice before. Like I've got to be honest.
1: No, no. It's, but it was it was good. I mean, it was it was a lot more of the the Colonel Tom Parker stuff. More of him in there. Isn't he? More of him in there. And and Austin Butler's really good in it as well.
2: From What's, certain angles, he looks very he much
1: like Elvis. Who is he? What's he yeah. been in? Who is he? I
2: don't know. He's a bit like this, uh, this Angel Elsort or whatever he's called character. Like, I don't know, he's come from nowhere. Angel
1: Elsort. We used to have them on a Sunday when we are watching Bullseye. we
2: <laughs> yeah, always I have, have a little like kick licorice. when
1: you're watching Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like the licorice to So that's what oh. you've been
2: doing, watching Elvis all week? Mm-hmm. I've, uh, Not all week,
1: but that was one of the things I, know, I
2: did. I, I haven't been doing much. I've finished that Sherwood show very good. One of our uh, regular listeners, of course, said the geography was a bit off off kilter. But, you know, we Mm -hmm. all say that about Geordie stuff, don't we?
1: Well, this week, one of my favourite films, I've picked Field of Dreams this week. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll watch it sort of, I wouldn't say once every year, but once sort of every couple of years. Mm -hmm. And it makes us cry like a baby.
2: See, I, I don't year. know which bits you'll have cried at. What do you mean?
1: What which bits? There's there's just wonderful bits throughout the film. I mean, if you look at on the face of it, this film's about baseball. It's definitely not
2: about. It's a, it's be- about I know absolutely about nothing
1: ghosts. about baseball. It's it's uh, it, it's kind of about ghosts. It's mainly about like a father and son relationship mm-hmm. that's throughout the film, mm-hmm. which. Sort of resonates with me. Obviously, it's it's it is about baseball. That's part of it. Definitely but you can growth. substitute the baseball thing for for the sport that you like. So you know, we like football. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very easy to sort of substitute yes yeah. the sport or whatever you can relate with. Doesn't you don't mm-hmm. have to know about baseball? Do you? No, no, you hadn't seen field of no. Dreams I don't football? think
2: I think I know I knew of it. I knew the builder, and they will come line. I knew James mm-hmm. Earl Jones was in it, but I thought he just did the voice like he didn't Star us. Didn't think he was actually in it as a real person. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, He's in it. And I forgot that really Otto was in it, but obviously I knew the leading man was none other than Housewives Hearts Rob, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, yeah.
1: He was very big for a couple of years, Kevin Costner, Huge. wasn't he? Huge. Like the bodyguard and that, which I've never seen. I
2: think the bodyguard is like. Almost at the end of his fame, wasn't it? Oh, his massive fame. Because after yeah, that, did maybe. he not do The Postman after that?
1: Uh, no, it was Waterworld that Waterworld did it, I think, wasn't
2: it? And The Postman were like, yeah, that was it. The Which was English... what
1: I remember, you know, Waterworld being like scalded and stuff. That was that was a strange sort of situation. It's not a terrible film, Waterworld. No, it just cost I, a lot of money and there was loads I of disasters
2: it. and things. I didn't on, understand. On the set. It. That like this is a like the biggest flop ever. I guess it was mm-hmm. probably a big flop in terms of there's no way they could have made the money back based on how much they spent. Yeah, on. well, I didn't I think, think it was a like, bad film like necessarily, it. but I don't there know There was loads I... of
1: disasters, like there was, oh, was typhoons there? and shit oh, like I that. That, that that wrecked all the set. But I'll uh, let the pictures say that. I quite enjoyed yeah, it. Same Kevin Costner's a fish man
2: a fishman, Is he a go. merman? A fishman. He's got gills and web got feet. gills, I remember that. Is there a bit at the beginning as he drink his own piss, Something like that? Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. He drinks his own That's piss. That's what we I all do. As, as you've just been doing in
2: that non alcoholic bar. It was good, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to proprietors, do they? <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kevin Costa was huge. Uh, mm hmm a few good men is he in that
1: i don't think so no he, I mean, he just did like bill durham and things like that wasn't he which wasn't is he also is? Baseball, I think
2: robin robin hood was his main one wasn't it robin yeah, wasn't hood it? yes you was, like that
1: massive do i like that i haven't mm-hmm. seen it in a long time
2: i remember loving that when it came out
1: well obviously the brian Adams song and everyone was sick of it's that still number it? one it's now. just yeah, still number one now. It's, all, it's strange because, like, the bodyguard was like Whitney Houston. I also, will always love you. Also, still number <laughs> one. Also, still number one. He was in, like, two films that had, like, not never ending number ones, didn't yeah. he? Which yeah. Is
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but we're, we're not here to talk about no, that no, we're anyway. Not. We're here to talk about The Field of Dreams. Mm-hmm. And it certainly is a field of dreams. It's a, it's a wonderful film.
2: Tell us the plot, Brett well no, yeah the, the plot
1: it's not just about us well it's from 1989 it it's a sports stroke fantasy
2: <laughs> Very <unique laughs> in which genre.
1: It, it certainly is i wish there was more of those to be honest well make me happy exactly in which nah, it's just no nah, just because there's a football bit
2: yeah no nah, it doesn't count it doesn't count <laughs> cartoon football bit <laughs> that anyway i think so yeah yeah it is, isn't anyway it? tell us sorry anyway the
1: plot so uh, it's it's a sports stroke fantasy in which an iowa farmer ray can mm-hmm. he has a mysterious voice in his cornfield saying if you build it he will come and also has a vision of a baseball field on his farm despite his fears that he's turning insane or going mad, he decides to go ahead with the voice's instructions, Cliff. Mm-hmm. That's the premise.
2: It is. I think that doesn't tell you, and I know that's not all your words, but that doesn't tell you that he's not a very good farmer, is he? He's not. He's
1: No, I, I can't. You know, as you asked us to describe the plot, I, I couldn't describe the whole film.
2: He's but. an out-of-towner, is that <laughs> fair?
1: yes he is an out of towner yes he's there's a great bit at the start of the film where it's a bit it's kind of like a montage explaining Mm -hmm. his young life Mm -hmm. and growing up through the 60s and things like that and he's he's kind of he's talking about his father a lot and at the start and his father's love of baseball Mm -hmm. and things like that so there's loads of kind of stuff like that where he's saying i tried to like sitar music in the 60s (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> which i like i like that bit and it also explains that he's he's now married he's got a farmer um mm-hmm. his wife's convinced him to buy a farm he is has a daughter
2: where, yeah where they're from where she's from yes and all of that bit kind of makes out he's a very straight down the line fella very sensible
1: a very sensible fella yes uh, but Didn't he's not any risks.
2: he's not quite getting the farm stuff is he these the old farmers have a little joke at his expense when he picks up the mm-hmm. wrong paint and stuff like that in the uh, air yeah. shop. So he, uh-huh. he's sensible fella that's doing something for the good of his family, even though it's not really his thing.
1: Yeah, it's not really his stick. Is well, it? anyway, he gives but... it
2: up very quickly when he hears some voices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the thing is about that, it, I love that voice. Nobody knows who the voice is in the credits or whatever, just called okay. the voice. There's like okay. speculation as to, to who it might be. It could be Ed Harris. All right, okay. And, and the reason M-I, for that is it, it <laughs> could be. <laughs> I mean, anything could be Ed Harris, couldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he could own that. Yeah, that he'd just been in it. Who knows? But the, the reason that people think that is because his wife is in this film, who's okay. uh, Amy Madigan. So people think it could be him. It, it could oh. be. But it,
2: the, the could voice... Could be the husband of anybody in the film
1: it could be indeed
2: nobody <laughs> knows that that's the point right okay i've got it
1: but the voice it's it's mint right i love the voice it's it's right mm-hmm. at the start of the film he's explained his whole situation about his father loving baseball and that he has his family and he's been convinced to buy a farm. as mm-hmm. you say, he doesn't know anything about farming or much about farming or oh, whatever trucks, yeah. and he's just in there in the cornfield and this voice sort of this haunting voice says, if you build it, he will come. Mm-hmm. And that's meant, it's got us straight away yeah. by the ball.
2: I was surprised how quickly that happens. I thought it would mm-hmm. be a gradual thing, like after half an hour. But it's like, nope, instantly. Yeah. If you build yeah. it, he will come. I'm sure people say, if you build it, they will come. Yes, it I think it's one of the most, the of early most early misquoted
1: lines. Is, yes,
2: There's also a similar line to that towards the end but it's still not that exact line so Uh it's come from nowhere hasn't it who's the he what's it all about does he does he dismiss it does he tell his wife what's what what happens
1: well he he, he does he tells his wife straight away doesn't he Mm -hmm. did you hear that voice He's, he's shouting at his family you know did you hear that and goes in the house afterwards or whatever and goes oh i'm hearing voices oh, mm-hmm. his wife says his wife who's brilliant by the way yeah very um, good
2: very understanding absolutely as well.
1: fantastic <laughs> the most understanding <laughs> wife in the world <laughs> <laughs> but i love that about this film because it is a fantasy it is and it, it it's 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 lovely throughout the characters are lovely throughout mm-hmm. there's nothing hurtful harmful uh, mean in this film at all
2: no no at it's all. great it's great Can't, it's, it, so it's great. a bit
1: like it's a wonderful life do you know what i mean
2: it feels like one it, of your yeah, journey nice stephen that he goes
1: it is a very much like stephen king as well it certainly one, is one of the nice ones one of the nice ones yes uh, so yes he, he goes the, and he explains to his wife that he's hearing these voices mm-hmm. well what does what does the voice say if you build it he will come well what does it mean and he doesn't
2: know he doesn't know but Suddenly, like as it goes on, it says different things, or he thinks it does say different, different things. things and... He also has a
1: vision, yes, which vision. which kind of there's a there's a kind of a journey that he goes on. It's not like there's certain leaps that he takes, yeah. I think, but you yeah, go yeah. along with it because mm-hmm. it's just a, it's such a lovely story. He he, he he has the voice again while he's in the field, and he sees a vision of uh, a baseball stadium mm-hmm. with shoeless Joe Jackson was playing yeah who's actually standing there which is quite difficult to say actually even on the blu-ray but he's there okay so then he, he sort of explains to his wife i've got to build a baseball field
2: and it's because this team in the 1920s or whatever 1930s they all got done for throwing a match and
1: yes i'm sorry have you not seen boardwalk empire the, the is it Arnold Rothstein?
2: I've never watched all of it. I've seen bits of it. Oh, something I should pick back up, I think, because you're the second person uh-huh. this week who's told us about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it was a big scandal. 1919. It's called the Black Sox scandal, where basically the mafia, Arnold mm. Rothstein, um paid them to throw the World Series, okay. which is, is like in America, it's like you know, if you found out like. The World it's Cup final the World had Cup, been yeah. fixed. Yeah. Exactly. Same for us. Do you know what I mean? So, Which obviously is is sort of, black and their name. Do you so, know what I mean? So it
2: says that actually they didn't, this one guy, at least Shoeless Joe Jackson, who was a legend, or who would have been a legend, got banned from the uh-huh. game and never could play again. That's right. Is he a real person?
1: He is a real person. Yes, okay. Shoeless Joe Jackson is, is a real person. But like sort of fans of baseball have been disputing the fact that uh, that he was part of this, you know, the eight players that that threw the game. Apparently he, he did take the money, but he just played as he would normally would. Because it was a there was a big sort he, of he was thing. crap
2: anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, he was I mean he was classy, he was still like, you know. Hitting home runs and all that kind of stuff. But okay. Obviously, he took the money, so he, he's in with these guys. oh well, he
2: is guilty, isn't he? Because he took money. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, but it's like dispute. I get it. it. I
2: get like a it's yeah. a, a it's a good argument to have that, isn't it? Like whether yeah. he's good. or I mean, or, bad if, or whatever. there's there's,
1: there's the, all this stuff about like the owner of the team not paying the players the way that he sort of promised okay. them and stuff like that, and they had to do that to survive all Are this kind from of
2: stuff. The Iowa, the Iowa Black Sox, what?
1: No, no. Where are the Black Sox? I've got no idea. Again, I know nothing about baseball. Okay, it's the White Sox anyway. It's called the Black Sox Scandal because the you know, Oh black okay for so the White Sox it's so. the White yeah it's the White Sox okay. it's Chicago Chicago I'll guess Chicago
2: mm-hmm. I'll Must guess Chicago. Chicago okay um <laughs> right okay cool well yeah and really ought to play a shoeless Joe Jackson when he appears to mm-hmm. him and his vision again uh. And basically, because he's built this baseball stadium, which is like a bit rickety, his family start chipping in because they just go along with it, don't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. like I say, his wife's the most amazing wife in the world. And she she almost encourages him. Well, Mm -hmm. the voice is saying this or whatever. I mean, the hippies from the 60s, aren't they? Yeah, the the hippies from the 60s. And that's being explained at the the start. So despite, obviously, the the obvious money troubles that are going to come, You
2: know, yeah. So this alongside this is basically it's prime farmland that he's given up mm-hmm. to build a baseball stadium that no is in the middle of nowhere that no one's going to come to. it has got no purpose. So basically, yeah. not only is he spending money on building this thing, he's losing out on the crops and the revenues yes. from the crops, and he's already behind mm-hmm. on his rent and he's having a bad time and stuff like that. So you find this out. From his wife's brother, who is someone, he's a suit.
1: He is a suit. He works for the bank. Do
2: you like that guy?
1: He, I've seen him loads of times. I mean, he's in he's loads in of. Busfield. Yeah, he's in loads of forms from this kind of era, isn't he? Kind of gone missing very after good.
2: that uh, He was one of the main guys in the West Wing. Uh, oh, was he? he I played, didn't see that. Like, oh, well, I, I, that's absolutely fantastic. Whether it stands up now in light of like real life because it's a very democrat uh kind of right on focused like Uh presidential campaign reign kind of thing did
1: they see Um, trump coming in the west wing
2: well i'll tell you what jimmy smith is in it so if that's not worth your while (laughs) i don't know what is
1: (laughs) oh well is he the trump character no no, 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 because i recently watched him in the tommy (laughs) knockers <laughs> he gets about, gets about, didn't he? <laughs> he certainly he he was in Dexter as well. I think uh, he's
2: in Space Star Wars. Yes,
1: um, Space Star Wars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, he plays the Washington Post like chorus, White House correspondent and that. So he's he's in that quite a lot. But he was in, mm-hmm. is it thirty something? Was that it was very big when for grown ups in the eighties. I think when we were kids, about ten. It was like, right. before Friends, it was like Friends, mm-hmm. but slightly older. Instead of like 20-somethings like they are, they were 30-something. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's kind of one of the influences of Friends. And I think he's like the lead character in that. So yes, towards the late 80s, he was everywhere, this guy. Um, yeah. But I think he's good in this because he, he's a he's the person that you're not meant to like, he is. isn't he? Uh, but he's, yeah. he's good. But he's,
1: he's the voice of not particularly reason, because we, nobody wants to believe what he's saying, he's he's like the thorn in the side of this beautiful adventure, isn't he? Really? He's there to, to sort of put the kibosh on it. So yeah. we, we don't like him, but he does redeem himself.
2: Yes, he does. We must
1: say that. We must
2: say um, that. So then basically the, the after this and it all kicks off, he uh Kosner goes on a bit of a road trip, doesn't he, to find someone that he just he doesn't. does this.
1: This kind of it, it all stems from a, another voice that he hears. So he's built. Yeah. He's built the cornfield. he's Shoeless Joe Jackson's turned up in mm-hmm. ghost form. Mm-hmm. The wonderful, really. What do you think of really?
2: I think he's a wasted. He's a bit of a wasted talent, isn't he? Because he's got such raw kind yeah. of charisma and presence and everything. Obviously, he's like mm-hmm. amazing blue eyes, and you know, n- n- very few people will top that performance in goodfellas um but whatever happened after that i don't know yeah
1: do you know what i think he's perfect in this film i mean he's He's great yeah he's haunting isn't he the the Mm -hmm. way that he speaks his eyes like you say and stuff like that he's he's absolutely perfect in this film yeah as a ghost i agree i agree yeah
2: he does a good Mm -hmm. ghost that's for so sure
1: he does he does and you, you when he speaks you believe what he says yeah so it, it, when he when he comes back he's mm-hmm. talking about the things that you know how, how i was saying it, you don't have to love baseball or appreciate this fellow. he's talking about like the smell of the grass and yeah it's exactly the same with what you know football isn't it it's exactly the same mm-hmm. thing when you go to the match that's what you remember you remember the smell of the grass and stuff like that yeah yeah definitely. and he's talking about those things
2: no, no, I think he's perfect in it. I think Costner's great in it. Uh, I, I don't do know, as well. I don't really understand how Costner got so big, but I guess he's he's safe, isn't he? Like he's not a he's not an edgy leading man. He's got no, yeah. you know, he's a, he seemed like a good bloke. He's handsome, but not like sex sexy, like dangerously sexy. And he mm-hmm. he always played like reassuring leading men roles. I think.
1: I think it was probably this film, wasn't it? That's like shot him off into superstardom and stuff. That's what I think, because yeah, I think they wanted Tom Hanks before Costner. You can imagine Hanks, Hanks in Tenedor. this role. You, you certainly can. You certainly can. He went on to do that other baseball film with Madonna. Mm-hmm.
2: League of Their Own. Remember World. that
1: one? Uh huh. But yeah, I, I think Costner's great. He's like, you know, the man next door, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, and I
2: think that's why, I like. He, he had, like, that every man, uh, yeah. like, leading man quality. Like, not very many people do that because you can get loads of edgy, sexy leading men and, and women, mm-hmm. but you don't get many at that level of superstardom or uh leading man status that have a warmth, and that's why they're famous. You know, like, there's, yeah. there's not very many people, if you think, even now, there's not, like, not cuddly, but it's just normally it's somebody who's like to something outrageous or fuck me. Look at them; they look amazing. I don't know whether Costner mm-hmm. ever really had that, and I think that's a special quality that he's got, which is why he. he uh he, I, I think that's the basis of his of his fame. I think yeah, I,
1: I, I think he's absolutely great in this film. You know, without Costner, who, who was obviously the lead man, it would all fall apart. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's, there's, there's like the, if he wasn't believable. Motion- exactly it's the emotion in his voice and it, it it's it, it in the way that he acts and stuff like that and mm-hmm. his mannerisms and, but it, it it's not over the top it's 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 very realistic
2: yeah
1: he has it he has another voice whilst he's in the field which which tells him to ease his pain mm-hmm. and obviously he, he doesn't know what that means you know he's saying to the voice what do you mean what do you mean and then Later on down the line, he, he's at a PTA meeting where they're talking mm-hmm. about banning books. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he's again, in the from the is. 60s. So he's absolutely brilliant. Yes, absolutely class. Um, and one of the books that they're, they're wanting to, to ban is, is by an author called Terence Mann, who's a made-up author.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because this is this based on a book called Shoveless Joe. And... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm so the, the, I've actually got the book I, I haven't actually read it but it's by WP Kinsella and okay. in the book he's he's put is it Salinger I'm not too sure I think that's J. He's, he's okay. yes JD Salinger who catcher in the rye yeah. and stuff like that he put him in the book but he refused to be sort of used in the film okay whatever. quite a reclusive man from okay don't I think you I look like about. james
2: l jones either so that was
1: <laughs> he certainly did <laughs> so so terence man is is a made-up character he's not a okay. real author and um, a
2: fucking brilliant character
1: he's a brilliant character he's, he's absolutely amazing so costner's character um break on he he sort of remembers that there's a character in one of Terence Mann's books, who was named after his father. So he puts two and two together. I think I've got to go and see Terence Mann, Mann. And I've got to take him to a baseball game. Also, he has the same dream as his wife, where they're both sitting at the at the baseball game. So mm-hmm. it's like, yes, that this is what we need to do, type thing. Yeah. So yes, he goes off to say, you know, he goes off to see the author, doesn't The he?
2: reclusive cranky author Terence Mann mm-hmm. played by James L. Jones and honestly this is one of my favorite performances in like any kind of mainstream family big budget film yeah. or whatever. It's so good. It's so so good. He's like he Just plays that cranky guy, he doesn't want anything to do with him, and he and he kind of bullies yeah. him a bit when he turns up, doesn't he? He's toying with him because <laughs> well, well, he like... locks
1: him out, doesn't he? <laughs> he's tripping him all over the room. Oh, you're from the 60s, and all
2: this. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, what he's trying to tell him, he's like, I don't know why I'm here, like, I've just got, co- I just know, knew I had to come and see you, so he's like, he's yeah. winding him up, saying he's lost his mind and all this stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. but slowly, not, not that slowly, in uh in the terms of it's about 20 minutes but but slowly over the course of that conversation he's like yeah whatever then come on let's do it
1: yeah he pretends he's got a gun, doesn't he <laughs> yeah,
2: Kostner. Kostner. Come on, do it put and... his
1: finger that's your finger <laughs> but you're right James Earl Jones he's yeah I mean he's he's a unit of a man yeah and he's got the voice to match hasn't he
2: yeah he's but he's also
1: got this other side room which is like as an actor, I mean, obviously you don't get that through, you know, the Star Wars stuff no. and, and things like that is because just his voice. But like, he's he's also got this warm side one, which is like again, perfect, and a brilliant laugh. He's got yeah. a great laugh.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's good for this because he needs like uh, Costner's character needs that when he gradually breaks him down. So what uh, this cranky old man who lives on his own obviously it wouldn't work yeah. it. like it would be it would be a different film if he was remained a cranky old man that they're always bickering and fighting. That's that's not what this film is. So what you get is it's gradually not. Terrence Mann, his defences breaking down. Um mm-hmm. and he gradually welcomes Costner yeah. into his life and goes along with what he says and in the end they're like they're like thick as thieves and he's batting for him and yeah. like he's batting but for the- him and he's on his side.
1: The main reason for that is he, he does agree to go to the game. Now that's an odd thing for for you know Terence Mann to agree to go at the game. And obviously, Kevin Costner has been hearing these voices, but I'm sure that Terence Mann has as well. You think, and so? that's why he goes with them. Yeah, because he, he, he takes to him to the baseball. The guy, he, he takes him to the baseball, and and um, Kevin Costner sort of hears. The voice again mm-hmm. and the, there's a a flash up on the scoreboard mm-hmm. that they the need to go and see doc graham and his the fact that he had never you know he's played one game but he never batted or whatever mm-hmm. and terence Mann or james earl jones says you know what what have you seen or what have you I haven't seen anything and he goes oh well i, I probably didn't need you there but then there's yeah. a big reveal that he did see it yeah he did hear the voice that said yeah. go the distance yeah go so the distance. he you know what he's gone with them because he's probably heard this voice as well probably yeah, heard that he's just i thought that he's just he's gone. been waiting for Notes. somebody to
2: turn up and give him some purpose exactly again, yeah whether he's heard the voice or not he's needed some purpose in his life because he's been yeah because he's closed doors for me? so long we're going to oh. take a break brett we can talk about the mm-hmm. rest of the film we'll have a quiz and we'll have some music Inst- instantly yes indeed for you listening. instantly <laughs> right back in five minutes sports. welcome back Brett we're going to talk about some more fantasy sports
1: fantasy sports oh I love the fantasy sports I certainly <laughs> do <laughs> I really do so what on uh, um, the baseball game where it's go your distance. The voice. That yes. Heard. So you have gone to watch yes. a
2: baseball game. The, the pair, the mm-hmm. unlikely pair, and unlikely uh, pair. Costner sees something flashing up on the screen, uh, the scoreboard, that gives him a message to go and see this Doc Graham. Yes. So called because he had started, he had left college or something to be a baseball player in the times uh-huh. when you were amateurs, weren't you? Like. It's a bit like when you talk about yeah. footballers and they also work down the mines or whatever as well at the same uh, time.
1: Well, again, I mean, the baseball thing, it's its, it's not. Uh, the um, the whole American sport thing for me is quite confusing. The, the whole college thing. Yeah, I
2: know. The, I I, elite, agree, yeah. I don't
1: quite get it. You know what I mean? So it's a difficult thing to, to sort of understand, I think. Yeah, I agree. But I yes, agree. Doc Graham was a rookie who played one game and he hasn't he hasn't bought yet you know and mm-hmm. that's the only game he played so he didn't get a bat which is a travesty for a young boy who wants to be a baseball player you want a bat don't you that's mm-hmm. the thing everyone loves batting. that's the best thing about everything isn't it cricket <laughs> baseball rounders they go and try and discover who Doug Graham is they're going di- to try and discover who he is they find out he's dead and he went on to become a doctor. Uh-huh. And the, the thing that obviously the journey's over and stuff like that. Now, this is where again the fantasy comes into
2: play. Yeah, very much.
1: Costner goes for a walk and he travels back in time to like 1973 or something. Uh-huh. He's like, The Godfather's now so like Nixon and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the Godfather's on, uh, at, at the pictures. So he, he meets. Is if by happenstance, if by chance, <laughs> the wonderful Burt Lancaster, who's is Doc Green. Now, yeah. Burt Lancaster in this film is amazing. I mean, he's like cinema royalty anyway, isn't he? But he's just unbelievable. I
2: think it's just great seeing him in like this role. Like, it's good, just good seeing him, I think. Like, he's he's obviously this, like you say, a Hollywood legend and he's an old guy, but he's playing an old guy. So it's not like he's playing somebody young or macho or anything like that he's just got a real again like he's got this real humility and warmth about him yeah uh that permeates all of the big characters in this um mm-hmm. and it, it's just like i said it's just good seeing him but he, he does a really good job and he's he talks great. to kinsella like yeah it. it's just a good it's it's a great bit of the film and it's that it is the most fantasy bit i think
1: it's that thing where he's talking about baseball and he's talking about like, you know, he, he had his one chance mm. and that that was, you know, good enough for him. But it's, again, it's it's the way that he's talking in this sort of elegant voice about yeah. sport it doesn't have to be baseball, it, it it's it's sport. Yeah. And and how beautiful it is, and you know, and that's that's what gets you. And he's just such a wonderful actor that you you're just hanging on, you know, he's everywhere. Yeah,
2: you are, yeah, yeah. Come with me. There's somewhere to go. You've got. Mm -hmm. I built you a fucking stadium. They told us to come and get you. And he's like, "Yeah, sorry. Um, for a start, you're in the past. That means I've got to go to the future to become a ghost of even more in the past. Whatever doesn't really make sense, does it? Well, he he's not even talking to a real person. He's talking to somebody in this past that he's time traveled.
1: Yeah. But you would, I mean, but you still lay in that situation. You still try and bring them back. You've been sent back in time for a reason, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The, the the reason as as it happens is is just to speak to the man. Mm. You know, that's it. And he gets to hear but...
2: about his hopes and dreams and that he's all right yeah. with his lot. Actually, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I ended up having a good life. And what you find exactly. out is that he's this kind of he's a bit of a local legend back in the real yeah. world. And he's, mm-hmm. you know, saved lives and he helped out anybody who was sick and families who couldn't afford health care and anything like that. He always went yeah. the extra mile and made sure nobody went without and he'd saved lives of blah 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 blah. So mm-hmm. James Earl Jones, when he when Costner was telling him, he's like, Well, yeah, good. Imagine like if you brought him here and that meant he didn't and he became famous as a basket as a baseball player. What if none of that happened? How many more lives do you yeah. think? So maybe that's why it didn't happen because Costner's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. frustrated, isn't he? He's like, "Well, oh, let's just go yeah. home." It's not no, it's like is
1: fate, it? isn't it? You know, he was fated for that to happen. For for him, his dream was to become a baseball player. It didn't happen, but he went on to have a, a wonderful life and did all these wonderful things instead. Well, fate. So fate plays it's They're part quite happy with that, next. aren't
2: they? Yeah, they are. Fate plays a part. <laughs> next is the they drive home. You know. James l Jones yes. kind of consoles Costner. He's like, "Well, don't think of it like that." You know, like I just said, it was for a reason. um Yeah.
1: And uh, this is probably the, the most important scene in the film, I would say, where they're driving. Yeah. Now, the the they, they pick up a young boy who does actually turn out to be, in another time travel twist. Yeah. A young Doc who's a young just Doc a So they're back yes. in normal
2: world, heading back to the cornfields to mm-hmm. check on the progress of the stadium and yeah the pickup a, a hitchhiker who's very excitedly talking about wanting to make it as a baseball player and you know he's hoping to get yeah. picked up he's going to go to one of these counties where you can just play a couple of games for uh, mm-hmm. the team or whatever and Costner's like I thought that's like ended it years ago that kind of shit like I didn't think they still do that anymore and then eventually,
1: you ask him his name, don't they? Ask him his he, name, he and it turns them.
2: out, oh, it's which is whatever. just
1: wonderful. I mean, I love this stuff, mate. I, I love it. It's 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 just it's everything I want to watch in a film. I think it's 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 just you know your imagination's running wild and stuff like that. They've just really? time traveled twice a few in the space of like you know I don't know five minutes or something. Like it's it's absolutely class. It, it's mental I'll, I'll give you that but it, it's it's absolutely
2: wonderful then the back in the present but the see the guy who you just talked to who's in the past the, yeah but this yeah, guy is class. from the past but even further in the past in the present when they go mm-hmm. back to the baseball stadium also played yeah. by frank whaley who's a brilliant actor i love him and yes he uh, like, is. he's Pulp fiction. he's yep yeah, full fiction everything he did, he's good He normally as he gets older he normally plays a bit of a like slimy character doesn't he but he's very young yeah. and fresh faced and uh energetic
1: this. yeah he's very energetic mm-hmm. isn't he is what you would expect but this like i said before is probably the most important part of the film i think because terence mann and and bria are having a conversation and he's talking about his father which is obviously a theme throughout the film it's a, it's been at the start uh-huh. It's, it's you know he's he's been talking about he's not wanting to turn into his father his father never did a spontaneous thing in his life all this kind of stuff and it, it, he's saying you know why do you hear why do you think you're hearing the voices You what do you think it means you know if if they build it he will come mm-hmm. and he, he's telling terence man about a falling out that he had with his father yeah well he said that I can't respect a man whose hero is a criminal, obviously, meaning shoeless Joe Jackson. So he's 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 had a big falling out with him. And he's he's also saying that, you know, my father wanted us to play baseball. Mm-hmm. I love baseball. But he pushed us into it a little bit too much. And yeah. by the time I was 14, I, I didn't want to play anymore. And one of the main reasons for that was I read a book by an author called Terence Mann. Yeah. So now you think oh well like that's why he's here that's why mm. terence man's here think, yeah. but it's all building up to something yeah, yeah. in a mas- a massively emotional way which i just get us every single time but we're not there yet or... no
2: we're not we're not <laughs> there's, there's we're not stuff there yet. to come yet because they get, <laughs> get back and all the lads are mm-hmm. there on the pitch, aren't they? All the lads. They, they are. Load, load of all the all the
1: white sucks. Yeah, loads of them. So well, all other people the people like the play, is that alright? No, it's not just the white sacks. They've arranged themselves are
2: friendly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the wife's there. They certainly did. And the daughter's there. And the, the daughter Touching and the wife. Because they can see them. The daughter and the wife are in so The brother can't see them, can't no. they? So basically once yeah. they're uh once they buy into the concept, like once his wife's runs with it and says to to Ray okay then let's do it and she goes out and looks at it she can see so she starts believing that it might be true and she sees what he's on about and the daughter being all innocent and being a child obviously gets it as well Um, what Mm -hmm. we've kind of missed out with while he's been away on this trip is Busfield the bastard is basically saying look I don't want to have to do this but you owe the bank so much money These guys Mm -hmm. are going to come in and buy your debt and they're going to kick you out and fucking destroy everything that you've done. And I don't really have a leg to stand Mm -hmm. on here because you're not making any money. You've made a baseball stadium instead. So she's stalling, stalling, stalling. Everybody thinks he's mad, but not, but they don't even know he can hear voices. (laughs) Like they just think he's mad because he built (laughs) this.
1: If they knew that
2: um but i think that's part of it right like these it's not what's driving them is profit and making these crops and none of these nope. guys can understand that because that's again, their entire life and generations yeah. have survived on that it,
1: it's again that you know the 60s part of it which comes in with the the sort of you know people of that era let's just get rid of every, all what possessions and stuff like that mm-hmm. there's a big part of the 60s in there and obviously you know ray Contella is a, a child of the 60s let's say yeah you know he's lived through the 60s there's all that kind of thing coming in and obviously there's the the terence man thing who's you know he is a made-up author but he, they do explain that you know he's he's wrote you know the the most important book about the 60s yeah. and stuff like that so there's all that kind of stuff in there as well which is you're know, very clever you, you it's not you know it's not imperative to the plot line i don't think but it's nice that it's in there there's yeah. nice that there's different layers and i think there's lots of
2: different things like that there's little layers if you listened carefully or you watched little bits of it but i mean yep. it,
1: it is it is perfect it's probably Obviously, we
2: love the sport and stuff like that. Yeah, it's
1: got a, a lot to do. You with love it. your sport, don't you? Oh, I do love my sport.
2: <laughs> so, when, <laughs> but, he, gets, when yeah. he gets back, all the lads are there. Tim is all Bus the field. lads are there. Busfield is yes. basically saying, You've got to sign this piece of paper, sign the farm over to the bank, and I'll make sure you keep your house.
1: Yeah, and he's like, young. Nap. Doc Graham gets to play, doesn't he? Doc Graham expected. steps
2: on the pitch, and Shoeless Joe Jackson is like, Come on, son. Mm-hmm. We'll be waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, come on, Ray. Now's your chance. He you gets it. We should chance see. To have a little bat.
1: Yeah, we should see at, at the start of the film when Shoeless Joe Jackson originally turns up. You know, he, he he's asked to meet Ray Cancelo's family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he he's invited into the house, but he can't go further than.
2: He can't step over the dive. Can he?
1: he can't he can't step over the field you know that's being built he can't go any further than that comes out the corn the corn obviously visually and sort of when people think about this film is the thing that they think about you know kevin costa walking through the corn yeah the the baseball players walking into the corn to go to wherever they go
2: yeah when they finish their practice Mm
1: mm-hmm and uh, the, obviously the uh, the other massive emotional thing for me is when really and others keep asking, is this heaven? Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's their heaven. It's their heaven because their they've been heaven. robbed of all these. <laughs> it is. He's certainly given them a, a, a chance to redeem themselves. Mm-hmm. It's about redemption, well, isn't it?
2: Well, he here's somebody who needs to redeem himself. Bloody Busfield. Because... <laughs> It's given for some reason. Costner's daughter keeps saying to his dad, "Don't sign it, Dad, because uh, they will come. They will People will come. People, will, people come. will
1: come. People will come."
2: And, she's and her saying, speech is wonderful as well. Isn't her speech it? is great. So she's basically saying, "Forget this. This is going to work. People will come because people care about mm-hmm. this shit. People will need a connection mm-hmm. to stuff. They'll come and check this out. They won't know why they're coming. You don't know uh-huh. why you build it, but they will come. They'll pay the money." they'll turn up yeah. and they'll be happy and they'll be pleased they did and they'll get mm-hmm. a little bit of joy in their miserable fucking lives. And Buzzfield shakes her off the top of the fucking stand and drops her off the edge <laughs> like a wrestler. <laughs> yes.
1: It's not quite that bad. But she chokes on it on a hot dog, doesn't she?
2: Yeah. She's
1: going yeah. to die. Then yeah. obviously the only person there who has any form of medical training it's the yeah, young it's, doc.
2: It's the young doc who has to make the decision to step over the the court, the court, the pitch. Step the, over the lines of the pitch.
1: The field, I think they call it a field. field I a presume moment. it's a field.
2: So he steps over out of the diamond. I'm going to keep saying the diamond. I think that's what they say. Um, and he turns into his old man self, which, who mm-hmm. obviously had died. It's his old man self from the 70s. Yeah. Still weird. So I don't know what would happen if Joe Jackson stepped over the the line. I don't know, but uh, (laughs) let's not think of that. He steps over and becomes the old man with his doctor's bag, and he saves Mm -hmm. the lass's life. And as soon as he steps over, Busfield's like, "Where where the fuck did this guy come from?"
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and who all these baseballs? (laughs) Because he obviously. (laughs) because <laughs> uh, Bert Lancaster obviously saves uh, the daughter's yeah, life yeah yeah isn't he, is. he wonderfully and then and then we'll, we'll have another bit where the, the game's finished and stuff like that Bert yeah, Lancaster so, kind of walks into the into the and though, Jackson says you were good yeah and that's another because he's of had his,
2: he's had a couple of swings hasn't he so the thing with yeah. the doctor he had his five minutes but he never managed to hit a ball um well, he didn't get a bat he didn't get a bat you can get it. yeah. So on this he, he's at the bat. He's at he's at the, the mound. <laughs> I don't know what the terms the mound, I think, is where the pitcher goes. But he's he's up the bat and he has the first couple of swings and he still doesn't hit the ball and it's like, oh and he's and then he gets a little bit of advice on what to do. Uh-huh. And he yeah, hits one he just... and it's fucking class. And uh-huh. he gets it in a joy in the euphoria is there because he was managed to Bat and hit a ball. that he's he never it. actually got a chance to do in his in his real life, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So then what happens is when he steps off, and he he saves the daughter. This is an emotional bit. I think Costner's uh, like, oh shit, you can't go you back can't on, go can back. you? You yeah. can't go back over that line and become young again and play. And Lancaster's like, mm-hmm. I told you, I'm happy with me lot, man. <laughs> yeah, it's class. Uh, it's really class and he goes back into the corner as an old man and that's it he's served his purpose he had his swing he hit the ball uh-huh. oh, it's well, but there's
1: the really other bit where really I say, you were good just to yeah zoom. yeah and a little wink and that that's it's just it's just wonderful absolutely i just love it absolutely love
2: it and that's it isn't
1: it's it that's the, the end it's not at the end at all <laughs> so so after all this has happened the game's finished and things and really as character invites terence man into the corner to see what's there and ray gets all annoyed he gets well i've built this do you know what i mean why yeah, why are you inviting he him it's why are you inviting him yeah i you know beat an ego he goes because i haven't invited you and Terence Mann goes off into the corn, into that into the afterlife, pre- presumably. And then, good old Ray Liotta says to him, "If you build it, he will come."
0: Mm. And all these
1: messages, all of them, have been about one particular thing. It's not been about Chula Stewart Jackson yeah. coming. He thought it was the baseball fields. We all thought it was. Mm-hmm. There's been the the father trope throughout, and talking about his father. His father is a, is a what is he a catcher? I don't know. Is that the term? A, he has yeah. a mask. Yeah, he has a mask. So it, his father is the as a young man who's also been playing on the field. So he's been there all and the he, time. He gets he well. He's been there since the players have gone. Mm-hmm. Not just Shoeless Joe. But yeah, he gets he gets to meet his family which he never got to do, he gets to play catch with him at the end and he, yeah. he calls him dad and stuff like that. Which yeah. It's just
2: It's a lovely emotional wonderful. moment, it is. It's I presume this is the bit uh, that you really, like, fall apart Well,
1: at. that's the bit that gets you. Do you. Because, as I've said, I mean, it's all about this film, in my mind. It, it's all about the relationship with the father, yeah. you know? I mean, I, I, my dad took me out... And played football with his he played cricket with his it's, it's sports how fathers and sons mostly not all the time but mostly it's how the bond isn't it
2: often it's, yes it's, certainly yeah. in america there's always that thing of well yeah i mean that's how i so.
1: bonded that's how i bonded with my dad mm-hmm. for sure you know that's how men you know if, if you men. go on so the 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 pub, you talk about <laughs> nah. football, don't you? I yeah, mean, before no. we started this little bit, we would—that's what we talked about. Yeah, Sports, yeah, no, no, no,
2: You're right. Uh, you're right.
1: It's a massive thing. Um. So uh, the other sort of thing that I love about it, and the, the fantasy element of it is, w- wouldn't it be good to see, you know, your father as a young man meet you, your father as a young man. You know, when maybe go out for a up. pint with them.
2: Yes. Isn't so the, that thing, just, the thing
1: like, is like, that when, when we were little, they were young men. It, yeah, but we were little, you know. Yeah, I know. That's what I I know. I mean. <laughs> so, I like you know. I, it, it, even I'm not a young man now. I'm in my forties or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you know, in really my twenties, if I was to meet my dad in his twenties, mm-hmm. I just think that that would be wonderful. But again, it, it, it's all about you know the redemption he's had his, of falling out with his father. Yeah. Um. And he gets, you know, he's refused to play baseball with him and stuff after reading the Terrence Mann book. He
2: gets to and have he, that he connection. He gets to do that. He gets the, chance. It's
1: redemption, isn't it? And, it, and it he just, sacrificed it Breaks me heart.
2: He sacrificed his surrogate father figure, Terrence Mann, to be able to do that. Who knows what I don't think Terrence he
1: sacrificed him.
2: No, but he has. He's gone. He's gone in the corn.
1: Yeah, but that's ter- that was Terence Mann's choice. Yeah. He doesn't sacrifice the Nobody, corn Clint. But the... This, is, this isn't this <laughs> is children of the corn.
2: But he ha- but <laughs> that surrogate father figure he's had throughout the film has mm. now left him of his own accord to go and see yes. whatever happens in the corn. Um yes. just a matter of fact. Like I Terrence guess there's man,
1: a, another emotional element of that isn't there the yeah, fact but that his actual dad comes
2: and steps in place instantly. He doesn't which, need Terrence you know, Man
1: anymore. wait well, he's he's always needed his father he's always regretted the fact that he moved out so he had mm-hmm. an argument with his his father and he, he's called his hero, his sporting hero a crook. Yeah. And he could he he died before he could take it back. Well, he's also regretted the fact that you know his father never got to meet his family. Mm-hmm. But like it's the field of dreams, man.
2: Anything can he happen. Gets,
1: exactly.
2: Almost it's anything.
1: Just, it's just wonderful. And then, when you think can't get any better, there's a big sort of helicopter shot that comes up at the end, and there's loads of cars and lights and things like that.
2: Yeah, on people the way
1: traveling to the, the stadium.
2: Little do oh, they man. know, there's nothing to watch there, because <laughs> they're all ghosts. <laughs> 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 They've all returned to the corn.
1: <laughs> well, you say, you say that. I mean, um, I was I was reading that sort of, you know, is it 30 years since this film was made, More no? Probably, yeah, Something
2: 1989, like 99, yeah. 99 yeah, 2009. Yeah. yeah,
1: more. Yeah, yeah, thirty so the, years. There was um, a major there, league... <laughs> Better <laughs> counting, well done. A major league baseball game where, um because the, the field that they used is still laying. Okay, they've built cool. sort of, Yeah, they've built sort of a stadium around it and stuff like that. Oh, and nice. I think, like... They played like an anniversary game there where Costa came out the corn and all that kind of thing. That's I mean, it, it's for me, it's one of the it's one of the greatest sports films it's ever lovely. made. I it's know a, nothing a nice feel about baseball, but I love
2: it. It's a father figure amazing. film, isn't it? It's about that loss and uh, the, yeah. the loss you feel if you don't have one or the, the desire you have to make a better connection and regrets if you don't do it and all of that kind of stuff centered mm-hmm. around Whatever the connection should have been, and like you say, it's it's a, a particular sport in this instance, but it could be any sport. It could not mm-hmm. be sport. It could be a book. Could be a film. Could be going to the park. It could be running. Could be swimming. Could be anything. Uh, but it's baseball in this, and I think it's it's great. It's just a lovely, warm film, and uh, it's and an I, amazing I, film. And it's I can see why it was it's... massive at the time. It's it's just good. Also, yeah. the poster or the video cover. Uh, like I know that I think I could close my eyes And see that It was yeah. so like I I hesitate to use the, the word iconic thing, But it's very familiar
1: Well I think it is I think it is I mean you, you, I love this home, I'm, I'm English the, the Americans I mean if you love baseball I mean it'll blow your head off Wouldn't it Yeah but The other thing I'd like to say The music is just outstanding a big Absolutely fan of Absolutely outstanding I love the music by James Horner
2: Talking I'm about a big music. fan of
1: scores and i
2: love this one <laughs> i love scores two two one of my favorites talking about music uh have we got a quiz
1: uh we do indeed it's about sporting scandals
2: okay let's do it
1: you're gonna get most of them right because they're very obvious first one a similar situation to the black Sox scandal this time with association football hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which two English teams benefited from a betting scandal in 1915? So before,
2: oh, are different now. Have a guess, English teams. I'm going to say Newcastle United. No, Sunderland. I'm going to say Sunderland and Stoke.
1: No, Sunderland would never stoop to such (laughs) behaviour. It was Man United and Liverpool.
2: Okay, those two. You go with
1: that exactly. Which club was relegated in 2017 after being found guilty of paying players, managers, and directors in the form of tax-free loans?
2: <laughs> tax-free. Uh, where? tax-free? Where? Tax-free loans. are we talking
1: about? Well, if I say where, is it... you'll get you'll, you'll, it, it Juventus?
2: I'm going to either say Juventus or Luton. <laughs> Luton? What are you <laughs>
1: picking on them for? Yeah. It's it's the Rangers.
2: Okay. the rangers rangers (laughs) yes i know (laughs) yes you do which
1: boxer was stripped of his world title after refusing to be drafted into the u.s Army in
2: 1967 well that'll be uh cassius clay who became mohammed certainly
1: will it certainly will you're not allowed to call him cassius clay you could at that point there was
2: you know cassius Clay at that point
1: oh he'll knock you
2: out I like to say I'm dry these days.
1: (laughs) And say, what's my name? So there you go. Which sprinter tested positive for steroids after winning the 1988 Olympic 100 metre final?
2: I believe it's Ben Johnson.
1: It's Ben Johnson, who certainly is. Certainly is. Last one, you'll be happy to know. A rugby union scandal, which would terrify Jack Charlton, this one. Okay. It's called Granny Gate, but can you explain to me what Granny Gate might be?
2: Uh, Was it when they put blood in their mouths? (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) Was it not that? Put blood in their mouths? Uh No. Was it not that? What's that? But they had the blood capsules in their mouths to pretend they'd been injured.
1: No, it's not that. It's not that. It's a scandal in the year 2000 where uh, players playing for Wales were found to have no grandparents at all coming from Wales, which oh, is how okay. they qualify to play okay. for Wales. <laughs> well, <laughs> Which is why Jack Charlton wouldn't like it.
2: Right, it's the end of the show. Good quiz, decent quiz. Thank you very much.
1: Decent. Oh, like, hold on. Hold on. You said good first and then you went to decent.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I realized that you didn't reevaluated it. it didn't I got none of them right, did I?
1: You did get them right? Did I? Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. got that right didn't you that was it <laughs> but there you go decent, so
2: decent uh, quiz. you know, i
1: thought you'd get more
2: than
1: but... <laughs> no, that it was a good good, oh, fair good enough. quiz fair enough.
2: Uh, a bad performance from me which i would even it out as an experience is decent
1: something you know you've got uh, from uh, last week i think you quoted that i had a very bad connection now this week you've got a very bad i have yeah i don't know why it turns you into a robot which is very Uh funny Mm -hmm. but at certain times it turns you into a chipmunk (laughs) 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 which is also very funny
2: (laughs) oh well i know it's my connection this week i keep getting a notification to say it's unstable i'm not really sure why i've had to open the door to the inside so i'm probably audible to the insiders are, are you
1: downloading large files of some sort of course is that what it is yeah, of course i thought i thought it would be that <laughs> uh, you always download scripts and stuff. Large yeah. files
2: <laughs> anyway <laughs> we have some music it's music from an artist who i think is now a band called amateur ornithologist mm. and that so happens to be my brother daniel and yeah, like I say, now he's about to embark on some live gigs. He's got a launch gig at the Central in Gateshead uh, for his second album, which is coming out. And this is, I think, the third song from that. And it's called A Better Person. And uh, so for some reason, this this came out a couple of weeks ago. But he's just filming the video today, which seems a bit late. But I don't know how modern music releases go. so. I guess you get a second wind of it if you bring a video out later. But anyway, it's a little ballad. Apparently, it's uh, inspired by me nana and me Mum. Also his nana and Mum, of course. Uh, and the title certainly is because she always used to say, me Mum would say, e, every time I look in the mirror, I look a bit more like you. And me nana would say, couldn't be like a better person. So that's where the song title comes from, I believe or. I don't know but i think i think so so anyway lovely little ballad at the end uh do you like uh, it
1: yes very nice i do like it it's very nice
2: well here we go thank you for listening to field of dreams and the quiz and that and here is amateur ornithologist with a better person see you later
1: bye
0: bye